Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk ESG, a podcast series by Linklaters. I'm Deepika Sriram. We wrapped up COP27 last week, and if you've been following us on our podcast journey, we've been speaking to a range of industry experts on the ESG landscape in the region, and what does energy transition and the journey to net zero look like for their organizations? We're continuing the series today, but with a slightly different outlook. Joining us in today's episode is Tatiana Antonelli, the founder of Goombook, a leading social enterprise in the UAE. Tatiana is a passionate sustainability advocate and sits on the Engage Committee under the Dubai Chamber of Commerce, advising on events such as Art Dubai and the Emirates Literature Festival to help them be more sustainable. She's considered one of UAE's top environmental influencers, and we are so thrilled to have her on board, bringing a unique perspective to our discussions. Tatiana, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Deepika, for having me. Tatiana, you founded Goombook in 2009. So could you start by telling us about how you came up with the idea for creating the organization and also what is the origin story for the name? Because it is so unique. Yes, it is. I would say that's the first question we always get. And uh, I'm very happy to answer every time. Uh, Gumbu comes from the word Gum. In Arabic, the Gum is the tribe, specifically here for the Bedouins. Uh, you used to have families traveling around the region. And it would start with the main family, with father, a mother and children and grandparents. But then the interesting aspect of the GUM is that it would welcome any other traveler to join the tribe and they would share all the resources, share food, they would share water, uh, shelter, and at the same time, never wasting anything. Uh, it's a bit of a call to action of going back to our roots of feeling as a collective, living as a collective and um, not anymore just consuming and wasting without understanding the value of the things we have. Um, so I thought instead of giving it a name that would be green something, sustainable something, uh, I really wanted it rooted in, uh, in, in the UAE, in, in the way of life of, of the region. That is beautiful. And I love that Gimbuk's motto is to stand up for a better future. That is exactly the need of the hour. And in that context, what does it mean to be a social enterprise in the current ESG landscape? What are some of the things that you've been working on these past couple of years? In the current landscape, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because we somehow, after 13 years, uh, we give a lot of reassurance to companies that what we do is, is, is for good. It's really to help society, help companies understand better uh, the impact we have and, and also find solutions. And I would say in the past three, four years, our campaigns have always been about, from one hand, raising awareness, understanding what are the challenges that we're facing, be it you know, plastic pollution, being water scarcity, um, at, at the same time, it's also about solutions. So one of the campaigns we've launched, for example, this year that we're very proud of is uh, Dubai Can. And this is a campaign that was officially launched by His Highness the Crown Prince of Dubai. 
um, to raise awareness about single-use plastics and at the same time allowing people to refill around the city their reusable bottles. And this way, uh, so far in just six months, we've saved over three and a half million plastic bottles from waste, just allowing people to bring along their reusable bottles and refilling in these 50 stations that are around Dubai in, in you know, the most common and have with the high footfall um, for, for people, for joggers, for sport, for sports people to actually be able to use this water instead of having to purchase a, a plastic bottle. That's fantastic, Tatiana. And I know about the Dubai Can Initiative. I literally use the water fountain outside my building when I stepped up <laughs> for lunch today. <laughs> so it's That's truly great. amazing. Yeah, it's truly amazing to see and practice some of the initiatives uh, that Gumbuk has spearheaded. Now, when we talk about stakeholders in the sustainability space, we have the government and regulators on one side and the private sector on the other. And in my view, your organization as a social enterprise sort of sits in the middle, working very closely with both stakeholders. So I wanted to talk to you about the importance of this role. And also from this vantage point, where do you see the potential challenges in the stakeholder engagement? That's, uh, that's interesting. And I think we, we had to learn this uh, the hard way when we started. Um, we thought that just with good intentions, we would go to companies and tell them, this is good for you, uh, you just do it. And they wouldn't. And then we went to the government and we uh, same thing. And, and there was no interest. And also I would say 13 years ago, it was, it was very different. What we realized is that the, 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 the tip, the best tip I can give is to look into partnerships and never, never, never underestimate what uh, companies can give you beyond just money, beyond just the sponsoring aspect. It's really about all the experience they have um, and same thing for the government. And the, the challenge would be not wanting to do that, saying, no, I can do this on my own. It's not possible anymore. This is a old business style. Now it's really about coming together, partnerships. Um, the government is really incredible from this point of view in, in, in different sectors, not only the environment, but uh, I would say uh, Her Excellency Mariam Al-Mahari is very, very strong into putting together government and private sector, engaging with them into, you know, uh, signing pledges, coming together into events, um, working groups. This is where there's an added value. I, I really see this as a, a private um, public partnerships are, are very, very important. Thanks, Tatiana. That is such a good way to approach this collaboration. Now, I'm going to ask you something about a topic that is very close to me because I work with a lot of young kids in my spare time. Youth engagement is one of your focus areas. I read that you've engaged with almost 25,000 youth over a 12-year period and also have a dedicated program on youth action. So my question to you is, how do you think organizations can engage with the public on sustainability and with young people in particular? Well, uh, I think 
youth is, is a very important uh, stakeholder and, and we need to understand that everything and anything we do today is for them. Um, we want to make sure that they're going to have a, a healthy place where to live and thrive and be able to have their own families and grow food and drink clean water. So they are, I, I think, the, 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 the ones we are dedicating our, our work to. But on the other hand, we cannot expect just to do something for them. And uh, youth is, is aware and youth is clever and smart and they want to be part of the solution. So I think this is where we really want to, when we talk about awareness and education with the community, well, for, for youth, it goes beyond that. They become part of, of, of design thinking and, and trying to change things around. And this morning, I was actually in a school with uh, year seven, um, 60 students from year seven. We were talking about the environment, waste. And I thought that I would be talking about you know, complicated uh, topics that they would not be bored even <laughs> after a while. And instead, they were much more aware of what I thought had very interesting questions. They were even able to relate to business. So uh, how, how much it would cost to you know, invest in a new technology. They were asking about percentages of recycling um, here in the UAE compared to the rest of the world. Uh, they were looking at wildlife. So they, they're very open. They're very eager to learn more and very eager to do something. And there's an aspect of education, there's an aspect of innovation, there's an aspect of technologies. There's so much that they can be involved in. It's not only for the tree huggers, it's not only for the techies, it's for everyone. Sustainability is really for everyone. It's a journey, it's accessible to all. Um, and it's something they need to really, really feel that they own it, understand it and apply it in their daily life. That is fantastic. And I agree that the aim is not just to impart knowledge, but once you start to include the community in general and youth in particular as a part of the solution, they have so much more to offer. And now Tatiana for my final question, which we are asking all our podcast guests. When we talk about climate change in ESG today, we also talk about a lot of challenges. And in that moment, the road to net zero just seems so far away. In spite of that, what gives you hope for our planet? What gives me hope is that we are humans. We are, we are different, we are creative, we are resilient. And I, I feel deep inside that we can do this. It's a matter of emergency. And somehow in, 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 in when, we, when there's a crisis, humans react. And I think now we are in the middle of the crisis. Um, we all understand what's happening. Um, and I, I see all around and here in the UAE and worldwide, new technologies coming up, startups everywhere. And we talk about sustainability mainstream. It's not anymore the weird thing or you need a special event about it and maybe a few people will come. It's, uh, it's something that is on the first pages of a newspaper, it's on TV. Um, so I really trust our, our human um, 
excellence to 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 do the right thing let's not think only doom and gloom i think it's really about uh working together not being on our own like as individuals or as companies and talk and meet and and share information and share struggle because others will have a solution to our struggle so i see i see the collective of humanity being the, our superpower Tatiana, thank you so much for joining us today. You helped us look at sustainability from a different perspective of drawing a balance between purpose and prosperity and what communities can do to come up with solutions. And thank you to our listeners too. The Climate Conference has highlighted the need for urgent action. And it is the reason we started doing these podcasts because we wanted to bring together different stakeholders in the sustainability space and have them talk to us about what ESG really means to them and their organization. We hope you enjoyed the series as much as we love producing it. From the Linklaters team, that's all for now on Let's Talk ESG. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>